0: So we're we gonna do? We're we gonna we're we gonna call right
1: now and lock those up. Lock it up! You better lock that we'll shit up, yeah, we'll right them. now. We'll call. call them up right now. Lock we'll it up. Right lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. I'd lock it up. Lock it up.
2: Lock it up. Welcome your football fantasy. No,
0: I actually tweeted
1: it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do- doctor the face a little bit. It out. Uh, I, don't it it out. I
0: don't know how to
1: doctor the Oh, face. you fucking fuck, fucks, fuck. Oh, Guys, we just record... Well, we just did 40 minutes of this show. What we said is there
2: were cum sticks to start with, and then <laughs> you fucked it all
1: up. We just went 40 minutes into this show, and then I realized I didn't press the fucking record button. So we're in take two. We're a little bit drunk, but we're going to keep going. And when it comes time to take shots, we're gonna fucking take him again because we're the yeah, we troops, are, aren't we? And we pay the price. We're in Studio we A. About. So, like we said last time, hey, the Browns and Jets. <laughs> the Browns won a game. What did you think of Baker Mayfield, Big whiz? He's a boy. I have a lot of faith. I'm gonna win my bet,
2: right? Baker Mayfield's way better than Josh Allen. He Might st- be. He stepped in. He looked good. He got rid of the ball quickly. and he knew the- he looked decisive in his throws. Great throws. Pinpoint. T-Rod looks terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, he did. I'm embarrassed that I ever picked him for anything at all. Yeah,
2: I would be ashamed if I... I'm glad I to say never that I didn't
1: actually guy. start him anywhere Anywhere. But you all.
2: gave the listeners bad information.
1: Yeah, well, a lot of the listeners are in my league. So I just, <laughs> <laughs> fuck with. No, it was, a good, it was a good game. It was an entertaining game. We saw some good stuff. Um, you know, I think the guy that looked best in this game was probably Bilal Powell. Just ran all over the place. All game long, he was just gashing. and... That Cleveland defense, who we like. We think that the Cleveland defense is pretty good. Ended up being a pretty good streaming option for you.
2: The other guy I would, I would add to that list. Tweet it out, baby. The other guy I would Ooh. add to the list is <laughs> <laughs> Landry looked real good with Mayfield. Did
1: you see that ball that bounced off his shoulders?
2: Uh, he had what eight, nine, yeah, how, nine catches for for ninety this yards. This is the
1: guy that touts himself as sure. the I don't drop Yeah, it. I agree with you. Yes.
2: Accurate. I mean, that's fine. But he looked he looked good again compared to when when T. t- Rogers turned the ball around.
1: Yeah. Well, let me just let me just check that we're record. Okay, we're recording. We're good to go. Okay. Um,
2: Third time's a charm, buddy. Nice job. Yeah,
1: it was a good it was, it was a good game. It was an exciting game. I think that excitement dies down a little bit for the Browns, and I think Baker Mayfield comes back down to earth a little bit. The adrenaline's not running quite as much. Uh, in his first start, coming off of, coming off of this game, when he gets to lead out, he did fumble once
2: in a fucking big lineman the ball and was chugging down the field.
1: The guy was having a great time,
2: wouldn't you? If you were a lineman and just got fucking ass raped every play, he
0: dragging two linebackers, uh, it, was, it was classic. And it then he gets great. called back. Can
1: advance a fumble <laughs> under
0: two minutes? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter for it's that one. Fucking on tape, we saw it, baby. He's we gonna get.
1: can watch it over and over and over all week. It's gonna make him happy. I bet he jerks off to it at least one time. I would. not Um, okay, look, we're not, we're past Thursday. We're moving on to week three in the NFL. Can't believe it's already week three. Shit flies by. Um, we gotta get, we gotta get to the fantasy advice. We'll start with the news. This week in football. So there were some guys early in the week that had some injury concerns, maybe missed some time practicing. Here's a list of them that are going to play this week on Sunday. Melvin Gordon's going to play, uh... Larry Fitzgerald, Flash, Josh Gordon will play. Probably going to be limited to snaps because he's been on the team for, what, five days? Uh, T.Y. Hilton will play. Julio Jones will play. Carson Wentz is going to be out there. We'll talk about him later. And uh, Gronk is going to play in this game. A handful of guys that we know at this point are out. They will not be playing, so get them out of your lineups. Devontae Freeman, Dalvin Cook, Jay Ajayi. Marlon Mack came back for one week. Immediately left. Hurt his foot. Hurt his hamstring. He's... I don't know. He may not. He may not play too many games at all this year. To be honest with you, Jack Doyle's out. Alshon Jeffrey not actually cleared for contact yet. He is practicing. He'll be back soon. Not yet. Uh, maybe. Maybe light up your Jordan Matthews. Resign to the Philadelphia Eagles this week. No? I don't think so. Don't give a fuck no. about that. Here's some guys that are still questionable. We don't know what's going to happen here yet. Uh, Fournette, Shady, Marvin Jones, Marquise Goodwin, Jalen Ramsey is questionable. You know, they're playing the Tennessee Titans, the Jacksonville Jaguars are. Let's say Jalen Ramsey ends up sitting. Are you guys comfortable rolling Corey Davis out there? No.
2: Uh, AJ is still out there, don't and he's still going to dominate Corey Davis. Blaine and I mean, sucks. That's yeah. true.
0: And Mariota can't feel his fucking throwing fingers. You know who has a big game this week for Tennessee?
1: It'd be Deion Not Lewis. Not Deion Calling Lewis,
0: because they don't fucking give him the ball either, because oh. they like fucking Travis fucking. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, oh, I mean Derek. Whoops. The
1: the big name on this list here for me is Marquise Goodwin. Look, these guys are playing uh, Kansas City Chiefs, who are just fucking garbage on defense, but they will score 100 points on offense. So you have to imagine San Francisco's going to throw the ball all over. We would love to be able to start Marquise Goodwin here. Uh, I mean, we, it's a game-time decision. What's going to happen? Do you guys want Marquise Goodwin in your lineups now?
2: I drafted Marquise Goodwin. I like him a lot. Um, he was fabulous last year, what, in the last, what, five weeks, whatever it was. Um, he was really good. I'm concerned that if he doesn't get in the the game quickly, get on the field, he's going to miss out big time.
0: Yeah, I think, I think Goodwin has the chance to be the go-to guy there if he can get healthy. Uh, I'm not ready to plug him in yet. I think, I think they will have a good passing day, but, uh, I think he's going to spread, spread it around, Kittle. Well, we can't
2: tell our listeners, you can't play him, right?
1: I'm not playing him.
0: Uh,
2: I would not recommend our listeners play him, would no.
1: you? I mean, it, look, if if at game time they decide he's going to play,
2: over who would you I'm start gonna him plug, over? I'm going to
1: plug him in. Over who? He's a flex play. To me, this to me this week he, you know, if he's if he's in there and they say he's good to go and he can play the game, he's a top 15 option for me this week. This <laughs> top is a, 15. San Francisco's going to have to score points in order to keep up with Mahomes mm-hmm. and the Chiefs. Because San Francisco's defense is no fucking good either. This this game is should be a high scoring game, yeah, and, sixty plus and, points. And, and he's a target that that uh, Garoppolo likes. I mean, this is a this is a connection that's gonna if that he can he, get on the that field. He liked weeks ago. Would you start
2: him right. over Sammy Watkins?
1: Uh, I really like Watkins this week, so, so that'd be so a would be a tough question for me because I think Watkins is finally gonna get his his score there. But week. I think
2: Watkins and him are in the same in the same field in terms of who you're picking from.
1: Yeah, maybe. I feel both of them. I probably both. trust Watkins. More are you trying to pull your
2: point. shirt down over your nipples?
1: Yeah. It's it's the flashing a little, It's getting a little cold in here. I might put that sweatshirt back on. No, no, no! Please don't. Oh looks, looks good. good. It looks my bald belly. All right. Some dumb of are, shit of the week. Some of us are more hairy are we than they others. They already. Yeah. They already. You want to jump into the dumb shit? All right. Get, All back, right.
2: get back to the tents.
1: We gotta get a. Uh, we gotta get a. Uh, we gotta get drunk.
2: And now for more dumb shit I heard this week.
0: According to the. Chinese post. The Ch- <laughs> uh, too, ma- too many community members were getting wood uh, at a welcome back event for an elementary school due to the uh, elementary school's principal putting on a strip tease on a stripper pole during the
1: welcome back celebration. I'm gonna fame, what do you guys think about that? I'm gonna well, here's, surprise here's here's Wait a th- minute. It was the principal from the <laughs> elementary school? I've heard this already.
2: Guys. Here's my question to Gary into Brad and Charles.
1: Any other lizards? You yeah. too.
2: And I'm going li- to I'm going <laughs> to leave I'm going leave- to leave Rebecca and uh what's the other one?
1: Rachel, Rachel? and Katie. Rachel, Rachel Katie Adams. Uh, yeah. Um
2: Where the fuck were the- was this principal in this when when, when you were in school? When elementary school. In elementary school.
1: What's <laughs> saying an elementary school put on a strip tease at I'm so jealous of not being there at this at the strip show. Would've been awesome. I wish uh wish Bullfrog here put a video in the show notes. Bullfrog?
0: Yeah, again, I didn't want I didn't want you guys getting big old fucking chubba chubs in your pants sitting not? sitting right next to me. Now I'm half hard I, most of the time. I
2: mean, how much, much would you give Deweys Nuts to have a a sixth grader uh you know bald beaver in front of your face?
1: Whoa. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I would give zero dollars. <laughs> However, I've tried to make the bet with my wife in the past that uh, the uh, old wax bet, right? Winner gets to wax the loser Uh somewhere so that I could wax it up clean because then it would feel a little bit like I was banging a middle schooler. (laughs) And like I said earlier, evolutionarily speaking... Makes sense. Makes sense for a man to want to fuck a chick right past. Her. I'm not sure it does for a sixth grader. I mean, there's there's a lot of no, bones. Not necessarily sixth grader. Although I will say I taught fourth grade once, and a girl period <laughs> all over her chair in my classroom. Oh, great. Fourth grade. Fourth grade. First period, and another little girl came up to me in the middle of class and said, "I don't remember the, this girl's name." But she said, "She, uh, she's bleeding on her chair, and she smells like fish." She said to me, "I was like." Oh. <laughs> I was like, all right, everybody out let's everybody leave. Now I don't know what to do, right? This was my first year teaching. We were in a trailer way the fuck away from the Ah, oh, it was embarrassing for everybody.
0: <laughs> that was a pretty good. Story. On that note, I've got a movie movie recommendation for all you listeners out there. It is a movie right. recommendation. That's my boy. You gotta watch it. What is that? It's my a boy. classic. Adam Sandler.
2: I just want to know where Vanilla all these Ice? fucking teachers Vanilla Ice are.
0: Ice is make a cameo in this movie. I mean, you can't go wrong with Where a were all Ice these cameo? teachers
2: that were sleeping with students in in pr- apparently principal stripping when I was in school? Cuz they would have
0: really liked the big Wiz as a 17-year-old Damn right fucking they stud muffin. They would have been all over all that over that
1: <laughs> shit. Look, I saw a picture of you like 15 years ago. No, I mean, you get out. A, but you weren't I wearing did. a shirt
0: you look yeah a little memory in a run you were a little a little cutting, shirt, shirtless
1: after a little You're 5k i was like damn look at the i'm big not wings. sure what you two are talking He's about getting up and walking away after that one well i'm gonna get a beer i'm already half in the bag now bring me bring me another one of those bring me one of my uh mango carts hey look i'm drinking a uh, mango cart wheat ale from golden road brewing in los angeles oh. california anybody else want to chime in with their drink of choice i got
0: a screwdriver tonight a little bat balloon, a little triple triple shot screwdriver, and a big
1: old turbus tumbler.
2: Straight from Canada, everyone's dream country.
1: Clearly, audience, we're a whole lot more drunk than we usually are at the beginning of a show. Why that, Dwayne? My fuck up. The Wee is gonna have some editing to do this week. I feel by the end of this, <laughs> sure when it's do. Sure o'clock. do. Let's let's keep going.
2: Big Whiz and his stat of the week. <laughs>
1: It's not going to be Wiz, but the uh, the uh, trick here is that we have already answered these questions. We thought we were talking to a live mic. Turns out we were talking to an empty studio. It is embarrassing. Anyway, Big Wiz is too drunk for this ep- segment, so
0: I'm stepping in. Who's the leading yards per carry rusher with at least twenty attempts through the first two weeks in the NFL? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm what gonna, was your first guess here? Uh, my nuts? first
1: guess right out of the gates here was Phillip Lindsay, who okay. I think is somewhere around seven plus yards per carry. And mine was, was Austin Eckler. I, I, I would imagine geez. those are both pretty, pretty good guesses.
0: But the correct answer is uh, Matt Breida. That is the leading, is that how you pronounce that. It is leading rusher in the NFL right 8. now. Eight point four yards per. <laughs> carry that's fucking with, impressive with at
1: least 20 kids can you yeah.
0: do you inter- could you tell the
2: listeners that you think he's going to keep that up or no
0: well obviously not 8.4 but i do think will he compete he's a very talented running back really i think he's he so might little. be better he's than the yeah, tiny i think he might be a better player than mckinnon i wish i could find a way even to turn if that mckinnon into a was fucking hit. there no what did mckinnon ever do running the ball no, all his yards are off. Nothing. yeah,
1: Ever. I, I just don't see it. Hmm. He's so small. What? How big is Breida? He's like tiny. 5'11", he's 195 too. or Thanks something. That's fucking tiny.
0: So he's got, what, LT was 5'11", 202, so he's 7 pounds uh, smaller than LT.
2: I think LT was a bigger than LT was 215. Two You're going to want to look that up. All right.
1: You <laughs> look, look it up. Uh, all right. You got any other stat of the weeks for us? Here's one. You got you. Yeah, you take Name the over. player gotta... for us with nine catches on nine targets. 275 yards receiving and three receiving touchdowns. Yeah,
2: I was busy. I couldn't be here for when you guys actually gave the show, but I listened to it afterwards, so I know the answer here is Deshaun fucking
1: Jackson. Right, 100%. Caught 100% of his targets for a lot of yards, and three touchdowns, 30%, 33% of his catches ended in touchdowns. Here's is I- a recommendation to you listeners. Sell him now. Sell him, sell him, sell him, sell him, because he can't keep that shit up. I don't care who in, they are.
2: And fucking make 11 trades... Or make eleven trade offers to eleven different people
1: and someone's bound to accept that shit. I what you mean is make an offer to everybody in your league. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. Michael Thomas has caught twenty-eight balls on thirty targets. Many things to say here. It's not a question, but look, thirty targets is a ton. In two games? Twenty-eight <laughs> fucking catches on thirty targets is an amazing catch rate. Does, it, does he lead the league in targets? Definitely leads the league in, in catches. We know that. Crickets. He's an, he's an amazing receiver. That catch rate is
2: insane.
1: 93%. 93.5%. 93.5%. If he can sustain anywhere above 75, this guy might end up having a, a legitimate chance at being the White. receiver. Because wide of one.
2: Drew Brees.
1: Who has the most catchable ball in the league. I've heard Bullfrog say that at least six times at this point. And, uh, yeah, hard to argue with that.
0: All right. We got some numbers for you guys on this fucking shit. So you guys were right. Oh, shocking. Fuck, imagine that. Brita listed as 5'11", 190. So small. LT...
2: 213.
0: I think it was 215, 5'10", 5'11", 215. Did you hear that shot, Matt? I did not hear that, no. I but, heard however, that. you're all talking up fucking Philip Lindsay, who's only 5'8, 190. He's tiny, too. Yeah, you can't keep going. So, if just you're gonna can't going to give Rita some shit, then you got to give it
1: right back to your boy Lindsay. Uh, so, uh, Antonio Brown leads the league with 33 targets in two games. Not big big Michael AB. Thomas does. is number two at yeah, 30. It's good information. Although, just for some frame of reference, Antonio Brown, who is an amazing receiver great hands catch rate is astronomical every year has only caught 18 of those balls compared to michael thomas's 20 fucking eight well
2: i think that's a combination of two things one is uh, barista a hell of a lot better ball than roethlisberger
1: here's another little here's another little bit antonio brown's 18 catches is second in the league behind michael thomas's 20 fucking eight 10 behind it's a lot god damn it I'd say go try to
0: buy him in your league, but you can't you can't get him. You know, I was when I was looking at that list, one of the guys that stood out was Golden Tate because I remember he was one of my trivia guys. Uh he was second in the league, I think, with a seventy two behind Tyreek Hill last season. He's only in about he's at fifty percent to start the season. That's right. He's Garbage. at about fourteen out of twenty eight. Interesting.
1: Yeah. So last week we made some bets. All of those bets result in a very simple re- result. <laughs> We've done this once already today. We're going to do it again, because fuck it, we're dedicated to you, the listener. And once we say, we're going to stick to it. First bet last week, Dweez Nuts made a bet against uh, the Big Wiz. It was about Keelan Cole, right? Keelan Cole, all that Keelan Cole, you clearly didn't. You said he was going to end with less than 72 yards receiving. On um, the day, he ended with something like 118 yards and a touchdown on seven catches, seven targets.
2: Yeah, I think p- part of that was bullshit. He caught he one with a fucking one hand that was
1: completely outrageous oh, so he just, catch. He had
0: stick em on there for sure. Well, no Fuck shit.
2: Stick. Jerry Rice didn't
1: have that. There's nothing wrong with it. He ain't no Odell. Bullshit Landry. Jerry Rice didn't have some stick em. Uh So that's the shot. We'll pour that one up in a second. But before we do, Bullfrog and Dweeznuts had a bet as well. You may have missed it on the show last week. If you t- if you turn off the episode when you hear the exit music, you missed this one because we cut it off halfway uh, to place this bet. Shouldn't have done it. It was a mistake. I bet Tyrod Taylor would have more fantasy points than Blake Bortles. Wow. I, I want to say Blake Bortles probably quadruple. So I just want to say total. this. You bet on fucking Taylor? I did, yeah. For week two, not three. Week two is a little better than week three. Come on. Hey. I don't know. After you know. His game prediction was 61 to 40. <laughs> yeah, man. so 100 points. I'm not taking that <laughs> card. I, I man. was very drunk, and I got that one wrong as well, so we'll pour those shots. <laughs> <laughs> take, take, take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're College. Not, Will look, Schmidt. Look, we're... Sh- <laughs> We're shooting vodka today. It's no, it's no uh, bullfrog fancy schnapps. So this is. I'll bring the peach schnapps back next week. So. Well, if you Pussy. have to take a shot, right? that, those aren't the only shots we have to take. Okay, uh, we play three in the pink, two in the stink every single week. This is no exception. Let's run down some of the results here. The loser of the three of us will certainly be taking another fucking shot. It's already happened once. It's going to happen again. Uh, real quick, we'll run through this a little bit. Last week, the good doctor led the way with a positive 108. This week, he follows that up with a positive 4. Not so good on the flip side. Brad Drury started with 18. This week, a whopping positive 159 fucking points, guys. That's huge. Uh, he got all of his points. Let's see. Julio Jones in his, uh.
2: Way to go, Brad. Yeah, nice job, Brad. We're really <laughs> proud of you.
1: Yeah, Matt, okay, so Julio Jones in his ugly stick, netted him 38 points. Matt Breida ended as a number four running back this week. He has him at running back 53 ADP, so huge amount of points. And then Josh Gordon had his 10-foot pole didn't play, so we ended at wide receiver 92. These, is this is where he got his points from. That's a huge, huge, huge fucking amount of points and puts him in the lead For the year thus far. Look, G Libertino has been really super fucking steady. Plus 54, then plus 61 in week two. So he's he's coming in at number two. Handful of guys here ended with negative points this week. Charles DeMar, negative 10. Oh, so sorry, sir. That follows Thank up your, God, Charles. That follows up your positive 80 last week. So The good doctor mm, fell back to the reality. Also came back down to earth. <laughs> Look, Katie Babs, I'm so sorry to tell you, young lady, but you're at negative 15 this week. That's two negatives Aww, in a row. Babs. Gary Haddow. Shit. Gary. You ever, you ever go to work and then like halfway through your day, you're like, oh, fuck, I could maybe poo, but I got a fart. I'm just going to let it out. And you do and you shit your pants a little no, bit. And yeah, you're I've been with, there. I've never done shit that shit pants before. Pants. So like you're stuck with shit pants. I was a teacher for a while. I taught many classes with a little load in your my pants. You shit pants
2: numerous times.
1: Yeah, uh, probably four or five times in twelve years. Yeah. One time I shit, I had a little shit chart in my
0: car. I needed something to wipe with. <laughs> I can feel it. So used the pants. Lovely. So I looked in the back seat on the floor. Don't tell me you found your daughter something. I found my daughter's bathing suit. <laughs> Picked up my daughter's bathing suit. Wiped that shit right out of there, literally. Threw it right back in the back seat. It Kept on going, baby. Oh, that's how you do it right there. Did you like throw it. the
2: swimsuit out afterwards or no?
1: Eh, I just, probably just threw it in the wash Jesus a couple Christ, weeks later. Tell me you put that back on your small child. <laughs> what the fuck?
0: Anyway, I mean, the point is, is Gary in anyway.
1: What's the difference? Gary had our shit the bed bad this week with a negative 71. A lot of that came simply from the pick of Cam Meredith, who's going to just shit, shit his pants uh, every week. <laughs> Maybe. all year long unless he can get his ass yeah, on the field. But he Gary, can't you can't
2: change him yet because he's actually a healthy scratch.
1: Yeah, the only guy that's actually going to get end up getting changed out this week, I think the commissioner has Fat Rob who is now on the IR. Lucky bastard. He's going to get an opportunity to swap him out. i got to catch up with the commissioner here uh, this week to, to get him going. I think defenses make some adjustments on Michael Thomas. I think you will
0: see Cameron Meredith getting a little more action.
1: Cameron Meredith is not the number two or three. He's, gotta he's got to get on the field first did. there, bud. Oh, that's true. He's like number four right now. So he's got to work his way under the field. Remember the coaching staff after week one. He was a healthy scratch in week one. Just said he hadn't had enough time after that injury. Otherwise, in the negative, the only other person in the negative here was the big whiz. That's two weeks in a row, sir. Negative 30. Fucking one. Well, let's talk about
2: who hurt, my, who, hurt, who hurt there. McCoy didn't. Freeman's fucking killing me.
1: Yeah, Roy yep. Freeman got you some negative points there. Aaron Jones still negative 31, so that's a lot of That's it. a big
2: change this week.
1: Mike Williams got you a little bit of positive. Evans got you a net, net zero. And Shady, yep. Man, the hype Sh- on Freeman really fucking turned quick, didn't it? Preseason Freeman fucking
0: climb into hell, and then week one, two, Freeman just right yeah. back so down. My, the my, this one I have is that I was, yeah, he's from I Denver, was between right? Denver High School. Freeman
2: somewhere. and goddamn Mixon, and I picked fucking Freeman. You could have
1: had Mixon. All the Mixon's out too. Yeah, so not good. That is the low man on our totem poll. I ended with a positive six. That's two positive weeks in a row. Bullfrog after a big negative twenty two comes back strong with a positive twenty eight this week. So, whiz, shot, shots. <coughs>
2: Tastes so much better the second time. Yeah,
1: vodka, baby, vodka. Anyway, that's 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 three in the pink, two in the stink.
2: Yep, come on.
1: Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail when it comes. I wanna wail. Well. Pretty much took the day off work today. I power washed the house and I jerked off four times today. To Allie? (laughs) What the fuck? I got. I want to tell you a little bit about one of my. I got experimental in the in the tail end of the day, but I'm not. I'm not quite drunk enough to tell you about that one. I'm gonna have yet. to cut something on this. I got really weird. Hey, we got a little bit of listener mail. Two emails came to us this week. from Twitter. This guy calls himself Greggy. Lives in LA. I don't know why people tell us where they live, but they do. He simply asked, "Where do you have Wentz ranked this week? Who would you start over him? Who would you start? Who would you start him over? He just wants to kind of gauge where he's at. Presumably, he's got him on his team. He didn't say." Uh, you have to imagine he's got some other options, but like, where do you put him? Is, is he somebody you're comfortable starting? Um, who would you who would you stream him over? I think it's
2: a good question. I think Wentz. I like Wentz. Um, in terms of who I would start him over this week, I would start him over Phillip Rivers. I would start him over Eli Manning. Rivers against that uh, Rams the defense. vaulted Ooh. Rams defense. Um, he's at the bottom tier of of, of any starting quarterback, though, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty good question, Greg. It's hard to give you a hundred percent straight up advice, not seeing all the uh, peripherals. But uh, I have a Yahoo league where I have Carson Wentz and Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Currently, nice. I have Carson Wentz as my starting quarterback Easy. this week against Easy. the Colts, who we've talked about before on the show. Have been pretty shitty, and Russell's fucking team just seems really, really fucking. Who's bad. Wilson playing? They have Dallas, who leads the leads Lead the NFL in, in sacks. sacks. Uh look they I'm, are home. I mean Seattle's home, but so is Wentz. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Flyer and hope Wentz can score 20, 18 or twenty. But the Wentz is to
2: still top
0: ten ish. Yeah, I mean, like you said, he's, he's right on outside. the he's right on the cusp of a starting yeah. quarterback.
1: You know, he's playing in Indianapolis defense. Not a great defense. Um they haven't faced too many really good quarterbacks yet, but uh, that, that offense doesn't really get going yet either. That He's he's missing a lot of his weapons. J.H.I. is not there. Uh, we know that Alshon Jeffrey still not going to be there. Look, for me, <clears throat> I put him, you know, I'd play Wentz over somebody like Jared Goff this week in that same L.A. game because I don't really like Goff, and I think the Chargers defense is better than we, than we think. Uh, probably somebody like Kirk Cousins, I might start over him. Andrew Luck, I might start over him, although I'm a little bit nervous about that Andrew Luck-Philly matchup um, in the same game. There's six quarterbacks you could easily start over him. All day, right? Like it's not, it's not questionable. Yeah, I mean, I. I just, so if you let's say you're in a 12 team league and everybody's got their starting quarterback and you're streaming quarterbacks, I would not have a problem at all. Yeah, starting Carson Wentz in a 12 team. league. Right. Like, I mean, if you got a
0: Mahomes, if you got a Big Ben, if you got yeah, if you got Mahomes, Garoppolo, girl, if you have Rodgers, Gar- yeah. I mean, you're playing the matchups a little bit. You've you got a good matchup with a good quarterback. You're playing those guys over Wentz. Yeah, Wentz has got a good matchup, but it's, here's a he question for you: Would back. you rather
1: play Wentz or Stafford against New England? Stafford.
2: I'd rather play definitely Wentz. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, one more question on that: Would you rather play? Wentz or Watson? That was gonna be
0: my next question. I think yeah. I saw that Stafford's got like ninety eight pass attempts in two weeks. Yeah, he Most a ever. Since start his season. Mm-hmm. Stafford. Stafford. T- t- well, yeah. that is like, that surprising
2: for Stafford? Yeah,
0: so he's gonna do that again against New England. You don't think he's gonna put up numbers? I don't know. He did it in the fucking
1: week one. He looked real good. I might uh to your question with Watson and Wentz. I would probably start Watson. Watson for over sure. Wentz. Really? I would start Watson. Playing the Wentz. Giants. The Giants offense is Terrible. So I, I feel like Houston is gonna finally get their win this week and uh, this is gonna allow an opportunity. Oh be, t- that's close though. That's a good question. That's close. Yeah. Um all right, we got another listener question. Hope that helps, Greg. This one uh was signed Dipstick Licka hmm. on the email. I don't know what that means. Sounds like a Charles DeMar question. Two points he wants to make up make here. One oh, gosh. it says I think Dweez Nuts' prison plan is brilliant and could be a lifesaver. And he says, I'm willing, he, she, I don't know. This totally sounds like Damar. I'm available if he needs practice or a tutor. Uh, look, I fucking appreciate Lamar. it, dipstick liquor. Wow. I feel like I could get good at sucking dick really quickly, but if you're willing to teach me, like, send me some, send me some tutorials. Ask him where he lives. You could be close. Maybe you live close. Uh, point number two. It <laughs> says, what would you accept in a trade for David Johnson right now? Uh, it says, my entire league is at my ass about him, so... More gay shit, which I appreciate. <laughs> Does but, dipstick
2: like a uh, like things up his But I
1: think the point is, he or she has David Johnson on the roster there, and everybody in his league is trying to trade for him. I've been trying to trade for David Johnson like crazy. If you're a David Johnson owner, what do you accept? I mean, like, yes, he's this is as low as his value is going to get. Do you believe he's going to come back? Um, are you just trying to get rid of him off of your team and get something for him? Where do you guys feel? Where, where do you stand on the David Johnson trade?
2: Go ahead, Sunshine.
1: I mean, first, I think as an
0: owner, you have to make the decision whether you want to ride it out or get rid of him. dipstick list, all about know, if, if, riding if, it if, out. If, your, if <laughs> your decision is to, you know, let the entire league get in your ass, <laughs> blow their load, and then hold on to David Johnson, then that's fine. If you want to let him blow it all over your backside and you can get rid of David Johnson, then uh, I would say – you start saying, "Yeah, so you know, I got this deal right here." You let get the news out. This is what this guy's offering me, and I'm going to take it unless you give me better. And you give me better, and you give me better, and you take what you think's best, and you just be done with it and hope it works out for you. Again, because if he has a good week, you're not going to want to trade him. So if you're gonna, if you want to get rid of him, you almost have to do it now, now. Yeah, so, so because if he does have a good week, you're not going to want to trade him. So I, his value might go
1: up a little bit. If he does have a good week, but... I get the whole, like, let's share with everybody else, everybody else's offers to try to bump up those offers, but the question is, if you have David Johnson, yeah. what trade would you say yes to? Let's well, say, Let's say, uh, let's say I offered you, for example, uh, Joe Mixon and Corey Davis. Without a doubt, yes. Yeah, okay.
2: Not even questionable. Mixon's not even playing right now. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, he, this, is would, this is what I would tell Dipstick, like, uh... I like things up <laughs> my ass. You um, do, <laughs> David Johnson. Unlike you, who apparently likes to buy every fucking bad running back there is in the league right now. Bye, 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 baby. I yeah. got Le'Veon
1: Bell and Devontae Freeman. Yeah, you I mean you
2: keep you keep telling everyone that you keep trying to get to collect these guys that aren't playing. Yes. Um. You got you got six what? Some leagues are 16 weeks. Some leagues with playoffs are 10 weeks. You got 10 weeks to figure this shit out. You're in week three. Yeah. Sell David Johnson now. Uh, I would take Aguilar. I would take Marquise Goodwin probably for him. Wait, wait. Straight up? No. I mean, it's a combination okay. of things. I mean, honestly, I would try to be Okay, so
1: let me let me offer like, like, you. Give me give me give me Kittle. Let me offer Aguilar, and I'm
2: happy as fuck about this.
1: Wow, it is. I
0: you tried to him. I tried to trade for David Johnson yesterday, and I got denied. What did I offer? Take him, man. I know I tried to get David, oh. and I off. Here's what I offered, and the guy denied it. What Collins? I him. Aaron, Aaron Jones and Alex Collins. Okay, That's that combo he turned it down. Yeah, but I I'm not Joe, sure any of those guys are the. I Aaron Jones him, isn't playing right now. I offered him okay. Joe Mixon and Aaron Jones. He turned it down. Well,
2: I would make that trade an yeah. so
1: heartbeat. David love.
2: Johnson plays for a terrible team with one of the worst offensive lines. We'll All talk right, about we it s- soon. So
1: clearly you hate David Johnson. I don't, would you, would you he's take, one of the most talented running backs in the NFL on a bad team. Would you take Lamar Miller? Straight up? Yes. No.
0: Okay.
1: But Lamar Miller Mil- and Mil- kill? No. Out. So you like Nelson Aguilor and Kittle, you bit, would little take, little but not
0: Miller and Kittle. It's interesting. Yeah, I mean, you love some Aguilar right now. I do
2: like Aguilar a lot. <laughs> the team's gonna <laughs> score points. Right, we, we, we gotta, gotta go. get off
0: this dipstick Sorry, Licker dipstick. I don't know. Give if we us some more. Really give answer. us some more specifications. Though. Yeah, more. like if someone offers you,
1: tell us what the offer was. Maybe we can chime in on that. Yes, that would that would have been helpful. Dipstick Licker Do do shoot. Look, tweet, shoot your load. Tweet at me with a little tutorial. Maybe we'll talk about I, I that for a second. Shoot the, think, think,
2: at both I think Dewey tweets.
1: Got, uh, said
0: something about a size restriction on practice, though. You gotta.
1: No such thing as a size restriction, because you know what? He prison, likes it
0: big. He wants to practice only and, on the big ones. At so, least you know.
1: 17 inches around.
2: What's the matter? Big boy can't get it up.
1: Good timing on that drop. Let's get into the can't get it up guys for the week. Once again, these are these are studs on your roster that maybe you need to uh, sit. Maybe you need to just manage your expectations to Wizards' point. Some of these guys you play anyway, but understand that they're not going to win you your week. A uh, couple guys I got here listed at, at the quarterback position. Look, I think Phillip Rivers obviously is going to have a really tough go of it this week playing against that LA Rams defense who is just fucking stout, man. They look great. Uh, expect... You know, Rivers, all his career has turned the ball over. That's been the big knock on him. I wouldn't be surprised with two to three interceptions in this game for Philip Rivers today. Uh, The other quarterback that I've got here is Aaron Rodgers. You know, there's a lot of concern about his knee. This week, Aaron Rodgers and the coaching staff said we're really concerned that it might get worse as we go on if he keeps playing. No shit. What's wrong with the guy? He fucking did something to his knee. They won't tell us They won't tell anyone. He may not play. He may not play much. We'll just kind of see what happens. Washington, they're playing against the Redskins. They did look pretty good against Luck last week. Not That's not to say that they can shut Rodgers down, but maybe a hobbled Rodgers, they can slow him down. I think Keenan Allen is another can't-get-it-up guy. Same exact reasons I listed for Phillip Rivers. This team is really fucking good. to leave, and who's the other cornerback? Marcus Peters! Yeah, these are two of the best cornerbacks in the league right there. Either one of them up against Keenan Allen, who I think is a great receiver. I, think, I just think he's going to struggle this week. Another receiver. A.J. Green, Cincinnati's <laughs> playing the Carolina Panthers. Carolina doesn't have any shutdown receivers or cornerbacks, but they shut Julio down 5-for-64 last week is all they had. It was all about the game plan, right? Safety's all over the top of them, double-teaming every chance they got. A.J. Green is is going to come in here, similar role. There's not a lot of other receivers on this team for the defense to worry about. So we'll see. Everybody else on the Atlanta Falcons scored a touchdown except for Julio Jones. <laughs> Maybe Tyler Boyd boy. is somebody you <laughs> worry about rolling out because he's going to he's gonna get some opportunities. Good, good good, recommendation. Yeah, I thought, I just think the game plan worked against Julio. They're going to run the same game plan against A.J. Green. Give me some receivers that you guys hate. I
2: agree with Dwee's nuts on this one. This is an easy pick to me. It is Keenan Allen. Uh, he's going to get to keep to Lee. Marcus Peters. We both just talked about how good they are. Uh, L.A. Rams as a whole are the fourth-ranked defense by receiving yards and have allowed zero TDs, folks. Zero TDs. <laughs> Was that how many TDs? Zero. Zero. Second lowest yards per reception and second lowest yards per, ga- per game they have allowed. And just to summarize this up, Fitzy, has, Fitzy had three, yard, or three catches, 28 yards. Cooper had one catch in nine yards, folks. They don't give up. Points to receivers. Number two on my list is David Johnson. Easy pick against the Bears. Arizona Cardinals are thirty first NFL after two games with 122 total yards. Wow. Fucking atrocious. Total
1: yards? Yeah. Worst,
2: We're still line in the game. Chicago has the fourth ranked defense by rushing yards allowed and also have allowed zero TDs, alright? So but no yards and zero TDs. And Arizona has a guy that fucking uses a cane to fucking get around. That's snapping the ball, yes. He's bad. Bad And my last receiver here will be Demarius Thomas. In the last 34 games, folks, he's had three games with over 100 yards. Three out of 34. With a catch rate of 52%, I don't like him. Avoid him.
1: So wait, just to be clear, if I hypothetically made a trade offer to try to get Demarius Thomas in our Dynasty League, you wouldn't be happy with that? Dynasty
2: tells me long term because I did. I, I think big picture, buddy. Okay. So so you're okay with it?
1: What about Shady? Uh, yeah, about I would list him, him
2: again because he's a fucking douchebag.
1: Don't fucking... The trade-off I made was... Shade McCoy. The trade-off I made was uh, Fitzmagic for Demarius Thomas. Fitzmagic? We
0: do. <laughs> Alright, uh, you guys pretty much hit on everybody I had. I had Philip Rivers and Keenan Allen. Uh, we're gonna have letdown weeks. I had David Johnson gonna have a let down week. One guy that you guys did not have, but uh, we did talk about him earlier. Maybe that was the first recording. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> Russell <laughs> Wilson again, I think, gonna have a tough showing against the Bears. Uh, again, the receiver core is just not that good. But the Bears last week, their offensive, <laughs> ah, fuck. Russell Wilson against the Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, their offensive line's bad. Dallas leads the league in sacks. Uh, the receiving core just, I mean, who gets open? Brandon Marshall doesn't get open. No. The couple catches he lock, had. Lockett
2: lock. lock gets open. Lock yeah, it, but
0: he's not that good. But it he's takes just, him a long but time. But it doesn't
1: matter. That's the problem. No, is, that's the problem is They throw the ball 50, time. Time, 50 times a game. The problem with Lockett is it takes him a long time to get open. Yeah, I agree with you. The line right. cannot not give Wilson time. It's like that. that Cleveland It doesn't matter.
2: Th- that, that team gives up, I think, the second most sacks behind the Browns. Or the Cardinals. I think Cardinals give the most sacks, followed by them by the Browns. The
0: then, so yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um yeah. But, but it doesn't matter. Lockett's going to get the opportunities.
0: I don't know. I, don't, I agree.
2: I think your pick's good. Wilson's not going to yeah. get points. No,
0: right. I just, I'm just not big on Tyler Lockett. He's a small guy. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't. And I don't think he has that uh, flash play ability like a Tyreek Hill. He doesn't have the burst. Guy. No. I don't think he's got the hands. I just, He just doesn't. He doesn't have that eye. He doesn't pass the eye test as a dynamic small receiver like some of the other guys. Sure. Sure. Uh, the
1: only other guy I have listed here. Hope you were done because I'm jumping. Nah, on. I was done. Tevin, Tevin Coleman. He's sort of the darling right now with Devontae Freeman out. He had a big week last week. He has done really well with him out. But New Orleans been pretty good against the run so far. Led up only 3.2 yards per carry on the season in the first two weeks. So I think I think there's a good chance that New Orleans slows him down a little bit. Once again, I expect it to be a high scoring game. So Coleman might get some passing work, but just temper your expectations here. I know you have to roll him out with Freeman out of the game, but. Uh, I like Coleman this
0: week. I think a lot of that New Orleans rush defense was against Tampa with uh, Peyton Barber Ooh, who's yards per He's like god, uh, two point one. I don't know what it is, but right. it's real shitty. Yeah, I'm all right with Coleman. I think he true. I think you should uh, I think he's a good start this week.
1: Dick. All right. I <laughs> brought me a nice rack of ribs as a as a little snack. Hide your kids. The boys are flex trafficking again. Ooh, flex spot. Guys, I got some guys that I really like in the flex spot here. Deion Lewis might be a surprise to you. They are playing Tennessee Is the Jacksonville Jaguars. But the the one area that I feel like the Jaguars have been susceptible in is the pass-catching running back role. 10 catches, 102 yards over the last two weeks, which is a decent line. Deion Lewis does this really well. He's one of the better guys in the league at that particular role. So, you know, if the Tennessee Titans can... uh, Get the message, watch the film, and get him out there. I think he might be okay for you this week. Not, obviously, a stud. The other running back that I like, you have to. I don't know how you can't, would be Corey Clement. I've been doubting him all year long. Uh, I'm disappointed with him when Jay Ajayi is on the field. However, Jay Ajayi, as I said earlier in the show, is out. Darren Sproles, out of this game. Clement's the only guy there. Indianapolis is fucking terrible. 16 catches for 122 yards. For receiving backs to Washington just last week, 150 total yards to Mixon in Week One. They're giving up gashes. They're letting running backs do whatever they want against them. And I think uh, Corey Clement's going to come in here and do just the same fucking thing. You guys got some backs that you like? Yeah, I do. I've got. Uh, I do like
0: Matt Breida uh, for the Niners. We talked about him earlier. Latavius Murray, man, Cooks out. Murray's a must-start if you own him.
1: Uh, Anytime cooks out, which might yeah. happen a lot this and year.
0: especially against the Bills, you gotta think it's just gonna be pounding it. Chris Thompson seems like he's just built a role that's just undeniable right now. Yeah. In that, uh, I hate Chris Thompson, Washington but I absolutely offense. agree with you on that. Yeah. And Keelan Cole, I think's uh another nice pick for a flex bot. And I one one guy know. that you mentioned, I do like Clement that you did you mention Clement already?
1: Yeah, I sure did. How
0: about the receiver? Not nope. yet. Nope. But your running back, Lewis, I want to just say something about Deion Lewis here. Okay. Last week, man, he had one fucking target it's in the passing game. One. Yeah. I don't trust what they're doing right now in Tennessee to even play Deion Lewis as a flex trafficker.
1: That's fine. I do.
0: Personally.
2: I like Sony Michelle this week, folks. Uh, the Lions have allowed over 100 yards to both Crowell and Breda, who I I don't think are either talented running backs. Michelle is by far the most talented out of those three. He will put up big numbers. Another one, I agree. Sony with...
1: Michelle, just stop you there. I test guy looked awesome. He was he was breaking tackles. He was making stuff out of nothing every time he touched the ball last week. I think he's I think he's gonna be good.
2: Yeah, the Lions defense is porous, folks. Michelle is a good person to play this week. Another one is Watkins. I agree with nuts on this one. I haven't said it yet. I I I agree with nuts. What mess is going to say? <laughs> Uh, last week, I think, well, over Mahomes' numbers, as a total, he's got seven receivers that have caught a TD. Watkins is bound to catch one. He had close to 100 yards last week, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, last one here is Will Fuller. Nine targets last week, folks, at over 100 yards and a TD. He fucking, when he plays, this guy produces points. I can't say enough. we said it since fucking... May correct? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Eli Apple is out this week, and Janoris Jenkins is going to match up against Hopkins. That leaves fucking Fuller With to
1: opportunity
2: to take the top off his defense, who's
1: not a very good defense.
2: Gonna, he is a good player to play.
1: I'm going to back you up here talk about Sammy Watkins just a little bit more. Um, I know Sammy Watkins really disappointed in Week One, but the thing I like most about this last week, so. Sammy Watkins is a guy, we know We know his, what his talent level is. We know what he's good at. It's really just a matter of, is Andy Reid going to get him the ball? Well, in the first 15 or first 20 plays last week, in those scripted plays, the plays where the coach decides exactly what they want to do to begin a game, Sammy Watkins had five targets in those first 20 last week. So it's, it became clear to me pretty quickly that the coaching staff and Andy Reid wants to get Sammy Watkins involved. You know, obviously he's still building trust. With Patrick Mahomes, who has absolutely stuck something to his deep, deep, deep inside Tyreek Hill's ass, so Sammy Watkins is going to have to earn that. But the coaching staff sees the value there, and I think I think he finally scores his first Kansas City touchdown there. That's a that's a great call there by you. Um, anybody else we want to add, or is that it for our? Uh... Did you hit on Galladay? I did not. I like. Gallaudet. Oh, he's on
0: my list too. I like. Well, I didn't. I like Galladay. Uh, <clears throat> to me. I think Galladay is already shown to be a better receiver than Marvin Jones. Yes,
1: without I I a doubt Jones is worthless. Yeah.
0: So in a, in a shootout, a potential shootout, if the Lions' offense can get their fucking shit together, I like
1: Galladay to score at least once in Here's that game. S- some stats that I listed for Galladay here, right? First of all, Detroit's going to be behind in this game. Galladay's got twenty one targets so far on the year. That's a lot of fucking targets. Thirteen catches, two hundred three yards. And a touchdown, he's he's kicking ass. He's got 90% of the snap share on this offense, so he's on the field a lot. Yes, Marvin Jones and Golden Tate have more at 93, but this team is throwing the ball all fucking over the place. If you remember way back in the coach's show, we predicted that Patricia would try to run the ball more and slow the game down. That is not fucking happening, guys. It's going to happen. Jim Bob Cooter is throwing it all over the place, and Patricia couldn't stop him if he wanted to. Okay. Uh, Galladay's going to be not just a flex guy, but if you is if there's anything you can do to get him, go fucking get him, put him on your team, and keep him there because mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a year long absolute stud, going to end up a top twenty four wide receiver. Why don't you
2: season. want to defend your lines at all? they are not good. <laughs> <laughs> you are pretty clear on how bad they are.
1: I think it's pretty clear it's, that it's they are become that become pretty clear. Not... All right, guys, a couple more things to do.
2: Now that's a stream.
1: We need some streamers for the week. Anybody got some quarterback streamers for me? Because I didn't list any. I don't know why uh, that happened. I, I don't know if these
0: guys are streamers, but uh, they might be as far as like, they're not guys you would have normally had in your starting lineups, but they should be started this week for sure. And that's Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, again, playing that Kansas City defense, if you have him on your roster – before he's available pick him up and play him I'd start him over just about everybody but maybe two or three guys this wow. week wow Garoppolo yeah you well, start him
2: over two or three guys name him
0: the two or three I'd probably Patrick play Mahomes. over him would be Mahomes it's magic because you're starting him Fitz everywhere Fitzpatrick <sighs> maybe Watson and Big Ben so maybe maybe he'd be number five Aaron Rodgers yeah no not Rodgers no fuck no I'd start at fucking six. Garoppolo over Rodgers Wow! So put Jimmy G in the five hole, baby. What? Magic right there in about the three hole. I picked up Magic uh, so in
1: two leagues, baby. And he's Robbrel's eighty-eight percent owned. He was drafted all over the place. Is he? Is he technically qualified for streaming? Well, he's a out streamer. Of... If you, if you, if you drafted two you quarterbacks drafted to two.
0: play as a oh, yeah. streamer, that's a good point. That's the guy.
2: I am going to go a little deep here because I, I like
1: to go deep. Yeah. Yes, you do. The
0: big whiz, we all know. Yeah, well, we've heard about. I like it, to anyway. reach back. Let's let's remind the listeners um, how
1: deep Mrs. Bigwig's throat really goes.
0: Although, although kid number one was a girl, so maybe he was just kind of going half deep on he didn't that. Didn't go one. deep enough, but he did. He did. He did pop a boy in there this round. Nice job, buddy. We'll job, see buddy. you. Is that out yet. <laughs> yeah, might surprise you. Yeah. Uh,
2: the deep choice here is Ryan
0: Tannehill in wow. Miami. Wow.
2: Um, uh, he's going against the Raiders' defense, folks. That was true. They suck. The Raiders even is bad. You saw Case Keenum was productive last week and Jared Goff tore them to fucking pieces in week one. I think Goff had, what, three TDs? I think three different receivers. I think uh, Cooks had a touchdown, same with Cup. uh, And Woods also had yards. Um, This is a stretch here, folks. But if you're trying to stream someone, find someone, Tannehill's available to pick up.
1: Let me ask you this. Ryan T- if you like Ryan Tannehill, what's the receiving option you like best this week? We saw Kenny Stills in week one go off and have a great week. In week two, he totally disappeared. Who do you, who do you like as a receiving option in Miami? If people are you know desperate at that flex spot maybe, um, if it's a deep league, even if you're in dailies and you're looking to get somebody cheap, if you think Tannehill's going to get it done, who's doing it to?
2: Yeah, I really don't like this question a lot because I think Kenny Stills is the best receiver there. Well, the problem is that Albert Wilson does – I think Lee, I think him and Hogan, or not Hogan, uh, Amendola lead the team in reception or targets at least.
1: Amendola's
2: hurt. It's not then. Then it's Wilson, someone else. Um, I guess needless to say, is the best receiver doesn't lead that team in targets, which scares me. So I would probably say Albert Wilson is your best option to play there.
1: That makes me feel good. Thank you. That's what I was hoping you'd say. All right, streamers at the tight end position. Uh, I like Jesse James here. How do you not? He's the league-leading tight end. and He's leading all the league in tight ends as far as yards go. He's 8 catches, 198 yards, and a touchdown so far on the year. 10 total targets. Uh, it's going to be another high-scoring game. chasing points, buddy. Uh, yeah. chasing fucking I points. I am chasing Don't points. Do it. I put You're him on my dynasty points, roster.
2: You brought him up. So let me ask you a question. I have him on my team. I picked him up last week. Yeah. He was phenomenal for me last week, right? Am I crazy to trade him for Kittle?
1: I would do straight, it right straight now. I he's would not, do it right now. I will say that he wasn't technically the starting tight end on the roster to begin the season. McDonald's still is. Yeah. I would trade him for Change it. Trade Kittle. him if you can. But look, this this week, you know, in a, in a matchup that I think is a plus matchup, the Bucks gave up 19 catches, 195 yards in the last two games to the tight ends. That was to Ben Watson, Zach Ertz, I know. But also Josh fucking Perkins, who is the third... String tight end on the, that Eagles team. They've been giving it up to the tight end. Jesse James has been getting it done at the tight end position. I think this is just another week where he gets it done. Maybe after this week he can trade for <laughs> somebody better than George, George Kip.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if he can go back to back. That's just not something that shit ball back tight ends back normally do. Back to back is what you meant yeah, to say. I mean, back be to back to back. back. It's not something that low level tight ends normally do. You gotta think Antonio Brown's due for the big game this week, not Jesse. That's James.
2: What you said last week, just to hit on what we've been saying all year, guys. It is a dumpster fire in the fucking in the tight end position. There are three tight ends that you can roll out there reliably. After that, I think this position is a streaming position week yeah. in week out. So who are you
0: streaming this week? George Kittle, Kittle. and Eric E. Brown. Fucking, I got Eric E. Brown, baby. Jack Doyle's out. We know Andrew Luck likes. The well, tight both ass. of them, right? Well Ebron oh yeah, yeah. has Ebron scored. or Kittle. But e- Kittle's a little bit higher owned at this point, Brad. Sure. He's a little bit higher ranked. Well Doyle's
2: still Doyle and Ebron are still what? One and two, I mean or one A, one B in India. Yes.
0: Yeah. I mean Ebron scored both weeks so far. Yes. Yeah. Two for two. So again, you're chasing a little bit of touchdowns there as well. Is a tight end gonna score three weeks in
1: a row? But Doyle know. has had the majority of targets, so you take him off the field, you have to imagine Ebron. To yeah, I like it. Yeah. But we'll see. Defenses. Who's streaming a defense? Who's streaming? I got the Dallas Cowboys playing up against that Seattle Seahawks, which, again, this might be an every week stream your defense against Seattle. <laughs> Their offensive line is fucking atrocious. Lit up 12 sacks so far against Russell Wilson, a quarterback that historically just doesn't get sacked because he's so goddamn elusive. <laughs>
2: He's gonna get some good defenses to start the year. He has,
1: and Dallas's defense can fucking get after the quarterback. Yes, like they Bulldog can. mentioned leads the league in sacks, nine sacks on the year, three forced fumbles. Demarcus Lawrence is an absolute beast, all over the place. Look, Sean Lee is healthy this year. Was out last year. That defense looked bad when he's there. They're a different team. Seattle's offense is turning the ball over. Three interceptions, two fumbles. Dallas' defense is forcing turnovers. I think this is a match made in heaven for a great fucking streaming defense who is available in just about every league that Dallas defense. I don't know why. That's yeah, I mean, he was
0: on my – They were <laughs> Dallas was definitely on my radar this week. Uh, I ended up picking up Cleveland and playing them as my streaming defense I last crackled. night. They did well you know and they scored they end up scoring 11 points That's they got fucking turn, two turnovers you know I what helped them was baker mayfield helped the cleveland no defense i
1: don't
2: i don't that anytime that you can go find a top player at his position like miles garrett exactly. it's not a stretch yeah. to go pick up that team
0: yeah, i mean cuz you look at what they did against two of the best offenses in the nfl pittsburgh and cleveland yeah. and new orleans they 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 played they held with them. their own yeah right? and they had what they five turnovers for Big Ben and they had two forced fumbles against the Correct. Saints. They had multiple sacks in both games. See, so yeah, I rode Cleveland, they scored me 11. Hey, last week I had the fucking Ravens defense. You know how many they scored me? 0 and -1. Bad so team. I'm, I'm taking 11 as a good as a good play for Cleveland. But I had Dallas, and my other one is going to kind of piggyback on uh the big whiz is Tannehill pick, and that's gonna be Miami defense at home against that shitty Oakland Raiders team. They have a potential to make some plays there. We'll see, you know, we'll see. But uh, you got to pick on shitty offenses, and I usually go with the home squad. So that's the one downfall with the Dallas pick is they are on the road in Seattle, which is that's the only thing that known scares as me a about tough that. Play to uh, play, uh, yes. a tough place to play.
2: There, there are, Seattle's going to be at home, which I think will be an advantage. I, yeah. I think you're my any pick is a great pick because of the Raiders got to travel across country. They're a bad team anyways. in the
1: Eastern time zone, which yeah. is historically bad for all te- West Coast teams. And the Raiders are
2: bad anyways.
1: Yeah. I like the situational pick there. Uh, are we good on streamers? We are. Oh, good. It's time for something close to my heart. <laughs> Daily Deep Throat. <laughs> Is right, that because you do it all the time? Or why is it close to you, your heart? dipstick liquor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. I'm going to give you kind of... Uh, these are all going to be guys this week that just have the best possible matchups that you could have. Um, I'll also give you a couple of the big name guys that have r- pretty good matchups that I think could be good. But again, they're going to be real expensive. So these first guys are going to be... Lower price guys with excellent matchups that I'm gonna try to squeeze into as many daily lineups as I can. And that's my bed. That's fucking Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy, G. I think I'm gonna be starting him in every FanDuel league this week. If you want a lower price guy that's got the chance to lead the NFL in scoring as a quarterback this week, that's Jimmy Garoppolo, in my opinion. Obviously, Mahomes. Is going to be a great pick, but he's the most expensive quarterback on FanDuel. Is that right? He's all the way up to number well, he's, one quarterback. Oh, no ah, shit. Yes. Breaking now, records. On the main slate, so that takes out Brady, Big Ben, Fitzpatrick, and Stafford, who's hey. all, you know. And, of pretty,
1: course, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, well, you know, hey. Baker's Can I just good. put this out there in week? After week two, I picked up Patrick Mahomes off of my waiver wire in my home league, and I didn't have the first priority. That's incredible. I know. I'm pumped about it.
0: So you get to start him this week. All right, moving on to running back. Some lower-level guys that you got to take a look at. Corey Clement is going to be the main ball carrier there for Philadelphia. Matt Breida, I think he's going to be can continue to show out against the Kansas City defense. Chris Thompson continues to get fucking 20 fucking targets a game. Again, that Miami Oakland fucking matchup is coming into play with a Kenyon Drake sighting on a daily fantasy pick. Wow. That's deep. This is the week. That is baby. deep, dude. This is the week. You guys are fucking
1: sucking some Dolphin Kenyon
0: Drake comes out big. Put him in your dailies. Latavius Murray again cooks out. Murray's going to be a cheap play. He's going to be high owned, I'm sure. So is Corey Clement, those guys are both going to be high owned, so if they don't do anything, you're fucked. And so is another 20 to 30% of the fucking uh pool. The top dogs that should be good but they're going to cost you a lot is Kamara. Again, he's he's the only running back there. And uh who do they got this week? The Saints.
2: Falcons, I don't like that Atlanta. pick at
0: all. Atlanta's been giving up a shitload of... I don't like that matchup. Last week they gave up... Fuck, last week they gave up, what, 13 catches to McCaffrey? All mm. kinds of rushing. That's what McCaffrey does. McCaffrey and you know. Anderson. And Gurley. Gurley gets to go against the Chargers. Uh, I think he's going to be just fine as well. Wide receivers, I think you got to go continue with Michael Thomas as that top dog. If you want to play a top dog, I think these three are the top dog guys. Thomas, Brown because he's due, and I think Odell's due. I think if you're going to go big, those are the three, and Tyreek Hill.
1: Okay. Because how do you avoid Tyreek? Hill How do you Hill avoid Tyreek Hill?
0: If you want some lower salary guys, Agolor. Who else do they got right now running routes out there? Earth. He's shown. He's a Jordan Matthews, yeah. baby. Hold on till I wait till I get to my tight end picks here oh. before I, before you call me out on Earth. I yeah. like
2: Aguilar a lot. I mean, I, the problem with Agolor is he gets so many opportunities.
0: Kenny Steals, baby. I got him. And on a wide receiver pick here, the uh, big wiz didn't want to go with him. But I'm going to go with Stills and Keenan Cole, who I already mentioned earlier.
1: Keelin, God damn, Keelin. Keenan.
0: It's Keenan. starting to really piss me off that everybody calls this fucking that guy fucking Keenan. fucking comedian, fu- Keenan. Who the
2: fuck is the Keenan Cole?
0: Keelin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tight end, Zach Ertz. Might be the number one tight end this week with uh, his boy Wentz coming back. Ebron's out there. George Kittle. Only had two targets last week, but I think he's due for a huge bounce back. His ownership was pretty high last week. Dropped. I think people are going to be fading him big time coming in. I think he's a good play. I think he's only about 5,800. Hurts might be about 7, so mm. there's a little discount there. <clears throat> I also like Austin Hooper for a lower level tight end this week. Defenses, I'm riding with the big dogs. Jacksonville at home and Minnesota at home.
2: Here's a question for you in, the, in your daily deep throats.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, you like him, I love you like him when deep. I love the
0: daily deep throats yeah. from the wife.
2: So. Would you ever not try to find value in the receiver position and always buy high defense?
0: Oh no, I usually don't like to buy high defense because. Can I you expand like that? Because
2: I, I feel like I feel like defense is, is 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 pretty clear cut and dry. Where you could find a lot of value in that receiver position.
0: I've just. I've, last year. Maybe last year was an outlier, but a lot of times it seemed like the highest. The highest priced defense never lived up to the hype. Like, they were okay. So, same with receivers. But they didn't have those, like, touchdowns. They didn't have, you know, they had a couple sacks. They gave up low points. But really, if you want the big scoring defenses, you got (laughs) to score some touchdowns. Interesting. All right. Because you think about some of those games, let's say Jacksonville, if they're going against a shitty team, yeah, they're probably dominated on defense. They're going to destroy them, but they're not going to get turnovers. They just might not get the the big plays. Where in a tighter game where Jacksonville's fucking pumped out of their mind, like, against the you know, Patriots or another, or against the Texans maybe in a matchup, they're, they're wanting to score points coming from the defense as well.
2: Right, so the easy pick in this week would be the Vikings, but they're not going to give them any points and probably not going to do anything. Right,
0: they'll be, they'll score for you, but they probably won't end up being the top scorer. Right. It's going to be a, a middle of the pack that's fucking pushing to win a game, looking to make a big play. So the defense. Bears might be
2: a better buy in that.
1: Could be. I look, to me, And I'm not the daily guy here, but I think the Bears is always a great buy because sacks are going to come. You have to expect turnovers, right? Maybe not necessarily interceptions, but Mac is going. Mac, uh, Khalil Mac alone is a
0: fucking great. So daily play. One other thing you got to look at as far as the defense goes, though, is a is a shit stick like Trubisky. (laughs) Oh, he is. Because part of your point, I'm a Bears
2: fan, so this could be an argument.
0: Part of your point, part part of your points is coming from defense allowed points allowed. When you got a guy like Trubisky that's gonna be a turnover machine, and you're gonna get you're gonna put the other team's offense in scoring position because of a turnover, that's gonna hurt your defense. So if I pick the Bears D, Trubisky throws a pick, and now all of a sudden the opponent's got the the ball on the opponent's thirty, they're in scoring position already. Well yeah. that's gonna fucking up. I think hurt. you're
2: weighing that way too much on in my opinion. Khalil Mack is such a better player than most people on the field are, right? Like his status, JJ
0: fr- Watt status,
2: JJ Watt status three years ago. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'll give you that. I don't give a flying fuck about Mitchell Trubisky. I think the bears defense is a good buy here because of what, how bad the whole fucking Arizona team is. I would be, I would buy that hand balls Man. deep. So I, this- I would go deep out deep. You want to put a
0: bet? Yeah, I'll I'll bet
2: the shit. What do you want to bet on?
0: The Bears defense. I bet the Bears
2: defense outscores Minnesota's defense.
0: In fantasy?
1: You want that? I'll take that bet. It's a (laughs) bet, pussy. Look, so so the conversation you just had is, to me, a perfect illustration of what you, Bullfrog, just said. Um, Most defenses, when you're looking at something like Daly, what you're wanting is... Hey, I don't want you guys on the field because when you're on the field, the other team has an opportunity to score. There's a handful of defenses, however, where if you're playing that defense on your fantasy roster one way or another, you want them on the defense because them on the field gives them an opportunity to score you positive fantasy points via turnovers, via sacks. At this point, the Bears are a team that I feel like, hey, the more they're on the field, the better because they're to I have those opportunities. I'm not worried about them getting scored on. I'm looking for them to score positive points via turnover, via SAC. Uh, so if you can find teams like that, defenses like that, hey, fuck it. Why not? Put them on the field because who cares how many times they get on the field. The more they're on the field, the more they can do for your team rather than the more they can give up against your team. So the two- just uh, one more point on that before we fucking get
0: out of here. But uh, they are on the road, which, you know, probability statistics says it's not what? the most advantage pick is to not pick a road team. And second is, you know, Bradford hasn't shown to be a big turnover guy. Yes, he's terrible, but he's not a big turnover guy. But we'll see. I'm all right. with We're that. We're
1: going to see in that bet. It's a good bet. Guys, we only have one thing left to do before we are out of here. The night we've been here for a very long time. We've recorded a lot of this show. Like twice. three
2: hours, I'm pretty sure. So
1: uh, let's, let's end it.
2: I like strapping in such a better segment. you got?
1: Yeah, look, this was an early drop that we recorded. It hasn't evolved quite as much as flex traffic has. This is a segment of the show where we look at our Pick'em Survivor is becoming a more and more popular way to play or engage with football. Uh, We are in a very large Survivor pool. We're still alive. It's a three-strikes pool. We have one strike in two of our teams, and one of them is untarnished thus far. The three teams... That we picked, I I believe the team that I come out with this week is Jacksonville. I know Wiz doesn't like a divisional game, but against Tennessee, who probably won't have their starting quarterback against this week, Jacksonville, who looks like the second, if not the best team in the NFL. Give them to me. I think they're going to win and win and win big against Tennessee. Who you guys got?
0: Uh, I'm taking Minnesota at home. It's the easy pick. It's the safe pick. Buffalo. Picking on Buffalo. Probably. Always pick on Buffalo. Until they show us otherwise, we're going to do that as much as possible. That's fair.
2: Whit? I'm taking Philadelphia over the Colts, folks. Um, Philadelphia's a better team. They have a better defense. Wentz is back. I have no reason to believe that the Colts will actually show up to actually compete with the Philadelphia Eagles. So, this, to me, it's an easy, simple pick. They haven't shown t-
1: up defensively at all yet, so
0: why are they They haven't shown
2: up in five years defensively. That's true.
0: I like all three picks. I think we're going to go 3 0. Do you, Again, do you believe go that? Go I yes. Believe not only that, but all of the picks we made on Notice this show. Notice who we didn't winners. pick the fucking Lions. Of course. We never want to pick the Lions. I, t- well, I tried telling you that week one.
2: But. We also didn't take the Rams here, which that was an interesting pick.
1: Yeah. Uh, against those Chargers. Chargers are a good team. Yeah.
2: Because we think that's going to be a good game?
1: Yeah. I think it's going to be The Chargers could win. I think that might be a, a great fucking game.
2: No one took New England on here. Why
0: not?
1: Well, road game. Thought about it. We thought about it. We did kick that name around. Again,
0: the Lions will fuck you. Mm. Whether it feels good or bad, they
1: will fuck you. Always feels good, buddy. I don't care what (laughs) end you are. Look, uh, this was a good, long recording session with you guys. I really appreciated our time and all of our wonderful shots of straight vodka. (laughs) I think I'm going to pass out real soon. We drank a bunch. We ate a bunch of fucking ribs over here. Thank you, Bullfrog, for the ribs. It's time for us to fuck right off out of your ear holes today. Goodbye.
2: Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Do us a favor by subscribing on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, and share our Facebook page. And leave reviews everywhere to let people know just how much you love us. We'll see you back next week to make more of your fantasies come true.